We all know that it's important to uh, capture lessons learned and apply what we we discover uh, so we can improve and grow. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, but are you doing that? Are you taking the time to record the lessons you've learned? Uh, what kind of system are you using to make sure nothing is lost? Uh, or do you simply wing it? I want to give you some questions to consider and uh, send you on a mission of discovery. Uh, what is the importance of looking back, uh, looking at these lessons learned? Uh, why would you want to do this? Uh, how often should you be looking to lay hold of lessons learned or the frequency of writing down these important lessons? Uh, what what data are you capturing uh, when uh, you set yourself to this significant task? And after we examine those questions, uh, I'll share with you my biggest lesson from 2021. Welcome to the Advantage Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent Ream, and this is the place to be at the start of each week where you can take positive steps to advance your leadership and enhance your mindsets so that you can produce a major impact on your success and future growth and allow you to be a more effective leader. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Advantage Business Solutions Podcast. I want to thank you for spending some time with me uh, today. Before we dive into our dissection of the questions, I want to take a moment to uh, give you an important update on, on what I am doing, both with the show and, and with my business. Uh, if you're not aware, I'm also a coach and uh, some would even say a mentor. Uh, early on, I focused on developing leaders. Uh, then I moved away from that and started to focus solely on entrepreneurs and and helping them to find a vision for uh, the future of their business. What I found is that I was doing all of you a disservice by trying to focus on one uh, or the other because entrepreneur, entrepreneurs are leaders. And I have a tremendous amount of experience and wisdom uh, to share in the arena of leading and visioning. I found, I found it's, it's important not to make some distinction that I can only apply uh, the visioning and goal-setting process I've developed to either leaders uh, or those in a position of leadership uh, or to entrepreneurs. Uh, there is a crossover between these two groups of people. What I've discovered is that uh, most leaders have somewhat of an entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, they simply haven't recognized that's what it is. Uh, with that said, moving forward, you're going to see and hear value focused on topics of leadership and how that applies to visioning for the future. It's, it's not enough to focus on uh, developing your skills to lead and be a high-performing success. It's not enough to uh, instruct you on how to craft a robust vision uh, for the future and establish goals uh, that inform where you want to go with your business. I can't leave you with just one or the other. I can't just leave you with uh, both I, because uh, there's no uh, practical application of action outlined in any of that. So how do they fit together? How do they apply to your business and life 
Um, how will you take what you've listened to and use it in your world? I'm going on uh, and somewhat rambling now, but uh, let me get to the point so we can get to what you came here for. I will be combining leader development skills with the visioning and goal setting process and really drill into uh, how you can take what you learn and apply it to you, uh, your future, uh, your business, and your life, uh, which will be helpful for those that are leading a team and entrepreneurs that are leading in uh, leading their business. All right, this is not uh, the biggest lesson I learned last year, but I felt it important that uh, you know and understand the direction I'm moving. Uh, if it resonates with you, great. Uh, share this podcast with your friends. Uh, look me up on social media uh, for even more value. I have a, a Facebook group where I'm going to be doing live training uh, each week as uh, part of the value uh, I'm wanting to create for you. Uh, but if it doesn't resonate with you, I, I will be sorry to see you leave. Uh, you know, we need to each be true to who we are and where it is we want to go. All right, let's get to the lessons learned. What uh, is the importance of looking back? Uh, you know, why would you want to do this? Uh, there has to be some significance to this because you hear it so often. You need to capture those lessons learned. I hear that all the time. However, uh, most people don't have a clue as to why. Right? In a group setting for a project, you may have been involved with an after-action review. The problem with those is most of those discoveries that could improve the same project in the future or even a similar project are lost the moment everyone walks out of the room. It's unfortunate, but it does happen. Now, this is why as individual leaders, we will often neglect to look at the lessons we've learned personally because the model that has been demonstrated has given us the false narrative that these things don't matter and are pointless. That just is not true. Okay, there is so much to be learned uh, from looking back and conducting an honest and as close to an objective evaluation as possible. I know it's hard to be objective about your own experiences, but you have to try and, and push to do just that. And another reason is that uh, when you learn something through experience, it's good to look at the application of your actions. You aren't only looking to learn uh, from what you did, both good and bad, but how did you do them? Right? In what manner did you take the action? You may learn that the action you took was the right one, just done in a way that led to a lesser than expected outcome. From there, you are uh, growing into the person you want to become when you laid out your, your vision for the future. With each lesson you learn, regardless of whether the lesson was learned from a success uh, or even a failure, you fought to gain the wisdom of that lesson, and you shouldn't let that victory go to waste. Right? Your growth uh, it's, is significant to uh, the better future that you envision for yourself. Right? Every great leader I've known is always looking to replicate other great leaders, uh, not to look like a carbon copy of themselves, but for the sake of the people that will be led. Which is the last point I want to bring out about the significance of looking back and seizing hold of the lessons learned 
is you should be looking to one day have the opportunity uh, to share your hard-won victories with up-and-coming leaders in whatever space they are operating in. <clears throat> Excuse me, whether that be in business, uh, government, media, uh, arts and entertainment, education, family, uh, or even in a ministry. At some point, you will want to give back to pay for the mentorship that you received or, uh, or even wish you had received. And how often should you be looking to lay hold of lessons learned or the frequency of, of writing down these important lessons? Now, to answer this question uh, will vary depending on, on who you ask. I recommend to leaders, uh, there are some different times you should be looking to capture lessons learned. And those are weekly, monthly, uh, quarterly, uh, annually, and uh, even at the culmination of what I call the vision cycle. We're going to uh, break each of these down here in a minute. Uh, but first, you need to understand that in the weekly and monthly, you're capturing data with, with very little analysis for the future. It's kind of unrealistic to ask someone to make a major decision based on one lesson learned over the span of seven days or, or even 30 days. Uh, that means that you are looking to see the lessons, capture data, the facts, and possibly some preliminary thoughts on what it could mean for your future. And now when it comes to the quarterly, uh, annual, and uh, vision cycle culmination captures, you are looking to deep dive into the data and uncover what it means for you as a leader. At the end of the quarter, uh, you are evaluating uh, the weekly and monthly lessons you observed and captured and seeing what you can apply to the future. At the end of the year, you're looking at each quarter to see what revelation you gained, uh, putting those lessons together to give you wisdom in the decision-making process for the next year and going into the future. As you can see uh, with each progression from uh, weekly captures uh, to your annual evaluation of these lessons, uh, you're progressively taking a higher level view of what you're learning. Right? You have to know uh, what's happening at the ground level as well as, as what's happening at, say, the uh, 15, 30,000 foot level. Uh, without an understanding of both places, your ability to make timely and, and wise decisions is is hindered, right? Uh, not to say that you won't make timely and wise decisions. What I'm saying is that you'll be better informed in your decision-making process and in all likelihood will see the fulfillment of your vision uh, in a faster time than you originally planned. All right, real quick, I want to briefly describe the vision cycle I mentioned earlier. The cycle begins with you sitting down to brainstorm where it is you want to go, what it is that you want to achieve, and the impact it will have. And from that, you write out your robust vision document, you extract goals from your vision, and begin to build and implement a strategy to make it happen. When you see that you are approaching the destination, you intentionally set out to to reach and, and you begin to to analyze lessons learned in those value in those annual evaluations okay you see what can be applied uh, to the future and then the cycle starts all over again okay the whole point of learning from these lessons is to make you wiser 
And from that, you can dream and achieve bigger. You can dream and achieve bigger things than you could previously. What you imagine is almost impossible before is, is now starting to become a daily expectation. And what you're imagining as almost impossible now starts to be viewed as the promise of tomorrow. And your dream takes on an exponential reality where nothing is impossible. So the next question to be asked after answering uh, the frequency that uh, you will capture the lessons, uh, whatever it is you decide that looks like, is what data am I capturing when I set myself to this significant task? Right? That's the second question you've got to answer. And in answering this question, uh, what we're going to look at today, uh, we'll look at the weekly, monthly, quarterly captures in detail. Uh, and the answer for the annual evaluation and what is analyzed at the culmination of your vision cycle somewhat more broad in scope. Uh, so there's a little, there is a little less detail there. Uh, we're still, however, going to, to briefly discuss those. Okay, so uh, the weekly capture of lessons learned. Uh, what are we actually looking for? Uh, first, you have to know what you set out to do that week. So I limit my weekly and daily priorities to three things. Uh, if nothing else gets done, I will accomplish those three things. Uh, my weekly uh, top three priorities support the goal or goals uh, that I'm focused on for that month, uh, whatever my monthly objectives are. And then, of course, the daily top three priorities support my weekly objectives. So knowing that, I ask, did I achieve my top three priorities for the week? You can ask yourself, did you achieve your top three priorities? And the follow-up to that question is, if not, why? It's important to understand uh, why you aren't accomplishing what you set out to do because that may be the very lesson you need to learn. From there, uh, I force myself to examine my own decision-making when I planned out my week by asking, uh, did my top three priorities for the week support the larger goal I'm working toward this month? And if the answer is yes, I reveal justification by answering how. How did it support those larger goals? And then following that, I look at my, my three biggest wins for the week. And this isn't difficult if you're capturing at least one win a day. Right? The reason I do this is that uh, as people... Uh, we have a tendency to point our focus uh, to the negative out outcomes. And we will examine those negative outcomes in detail. And it more often than not doesn't serve us well. Yes, there are things to be learned there. But it doesn't always serve us well to focus solely on the negativity. So you need to be in a positive space of mind and really set your mind into what went well before asking the final question of your weekly review. That is, what is the single most impactful or significant lesson I learned this week? Right, that seems simple. And it can be if you're paying attention to what is going on uh, in and around you. Uh, did something provoke offense in you during the week? Uh, if so, did you sit in that and really attempt to uncover what was behind the offense? Uh, did something happen that uh, required you to Respond quickly and decisively? If so, what was your response? And, and what was the outcome of that? Basically, what went well or what 
didn't. Maybe you see both. Uh, but you're looking for the most impactful or significant lesson to be learned. The, excuse me, the simple evaluation of the lesson should be captured as well for a, a closer look later. A good way to think about this weekly evaluation is, am I putting my energy and authority in the right place? This basically means, is the impactful lesson that was presented to you in the form of an opportunity to learn, showcasing that you are growing toward what you set out to become in the vision you crafted, right? That's, that's answering, am I putting my energy and authority in the right place? And also in this simple uh, weekly evaluation, you ask yourself, is there anything that's holding me back? And you don't necessarily have to see a way around something that is potentially holding you back right now, but to have identified that thing, you will discover a solution eventually. And you'll do this at the conclusion of each week, uh, whenever that is for you. I run my week Monday through Sunday. Uh, however, I do my reviews and plan early Saturday morning. As a, a senior leader and part of the staff in my church, my Sundays uh, do not offer me the mental free space to fully dive into review and planning. So find a time that works for you when you will be able to focus at a time when you know uh, you're at peak mental performance. Okay, so uh, let's look at uh, monthly now. Again, like the weekly, uh, I will do both a review and preview. Uh, I summarize the month in just a couple of sentences, uh, or maybe even three to five words. Uh, my preference is to put more behind uh, this in the form of a few concise sentences, uh, so I really get to the heart of what summarizes the month. Uh, after that, I'm looking for my top three wins that relate to my goals. Uh, I will have a lot of other wins throughout the month that don't necessarily relate to my goals because uh, great things will happen with my wife or, or kids uh, that I celebrate as a win. Uh, so the monthly wins that I'm recording are directly related to the goals that I'm currently focused on, which is an important distinction to make because I'm focused on certain goals each quarter and more deeply focused on certain steps of these goals each month. So those are the goals that I'm collecting wins for. And from there, I'm reviewing uh, the lessons learned from each week. Uh, those lessons uh, that I was gathering data for and some low-level interpretation. And at this point, uh, I'm going to take a closer look at each one and determine uh, what was the top lesson that I learned this month. Uh, the one thing uh, that taught me something that I can uh, apply an improvement toward or uh, sustain if the lesson was from a win. Uh, that will move or uh, continue to move the needle as I take action on the next steps toward goal accomplishment. Right, this is an important step because looking back at the lessons you learn are, are going to inform how you move forward, what went well and what did not, where you'll make changes or continue. And that's the whole point of why you're here, right? To better understand how to extract lessons learned. And next, I look at the decisions uh, that I made during the month. You're always going to be making decisions. 
However, there are those decisions that shape different aspects of your business or even your leadership of people. Your decisions should bear as much scrutiny as the lessons learned because you may be able to see trends in your decision-making process that are flawed. Are you making decisions while under stress? Uh, are you making the bulk of your needle-shifting decisions in a reactionary mindset where uh, something happens and, and you react with a drastic decision without weighing the ultimate costs of the decision? Maybe you don't make decisions from a reactionary place. Maybe you take too long and the decision is then meaningless because the decision wasn't made in a timely manner. Maybe you make great and timely decisions, but you won't really know the answer if you are, aren't taking the time to make a determination of the outcome of your decisions. This is another piece of input uh, that allows you to make a wise decision about the actions you will put your authority, energy, and passion into moving forward. In looking at your decision-making, uh, you really really want to answer how did these decisions fit with my vision and help me move closer to seeing that fulfilled, uh, which may mean your decisions affect, affecting your, affected your goals uh, in, in moving you forward towards vision fulfillment. Uh, this is just to show you that the lessons you learn and the decisions you make do fit together and need to be evaluated in an objective way uh, for you to be able to say, I'm moving in the right direction or I need to make changes. And what, But what I'm not saying here is to remove emotions. I don't believe you should take emotion out of anything. However, you shouldn't let your emotions be in control. Right? They can inform you of what you're feeling about a situation or about an opportunity. And that's a good thing. But you should not let them be in charge and making decisions. You can be objective without removing emotions. And when you take emotion out of the situation, you remove a piece of data that gives information to make wise decisions. So in looking at decision making, you have to be able to honestly answer the question, is there anything I would do differently? And if you can't be honest with yourself here, there's no point in going forward. So ask yourself the hard question. Uh, give yourself an honest answer. If there's something that you would do differently, how would you do it differently? Close that loop by giving yourself a new way forward. It does you no good to say you would do something differently without understanding how. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, the next step uh, in the monthly review is to uncover what you did during the month that was most empowering. All right, what made you feel the most powerful and the most on top of things? Uh, by seeing this action for what it is uh, empowering, uh, you're finding a zone or a space of genius right? where you can do more for yourself, uh, your business, your team, uh, than at any other time. What were you able to do when you were experiencing this empowerment? What did you accomplish? Uh, this exercise in and of itself is empowering. And that's simple, right? And after that, I just answer 
what it is I'm looking forward to the most in the coming month. What's the one thing that has you the most excited? Uh, I get intrigued and filled with anticipation and posing uh, the question to you. Uh, what is the one thing that has you the most excited about the upcoming month? From there, I turn my attention to the next month. Uh, I look at my goal focus for the quarter, uh, determine what the next steps are, and decide uh, what I need to hone in on. And, and I'll make that the focus for, uh, for the month. Right? And it's with that focus I can determine my weekly objectives and what those need to be. And I can measure the effectiveness of those objectives by answering, am I doing the right things? Right? Are my objectives, when fully accomplished, moving me closer to goal achievement? This is part of why we do the, the, the review and preview together. Right? There are other things you can look at here, such as um, habits you want to adopt this month. What skills do you want to develop or add? Uh, what places do you want to go to? Uh, who is it that you want to see or who do you want to add to your network? I won't put a lot of time into these uh, these other things, maybe a, a little bit more into sustaining and growing my network, uh, but the main focus of planning is to move your life, uh, business, or uh, leadership forward, right? moving you toward the destination uh, that you outlined in your vision document. I will usually round out my monthly review and preview. And the bulk of the time for all of these uh, is the objective review process uh, and whatever that is for you, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that setup is. If you want to continue to grow, the better review system you establish and uh, continue to make refinements to uh, is the key component. That will be the key component for your growth. You can't let up on your review process and system. You have to continue to, to refine that and push that forward and continue to do that. Okay, quarterly review and preview. Uh, this is much the same as the monthly review, only uh, we're looking at a little bit higher, uh, doing a deeper dive into the lessons learned, looking to now make changes. I start the quarterly review off by uh, looking at my vision document, and you're going to want to do the same thing. You're going to want to get refreshed on where it is you are wanting to go. And from there, write out three to five sentences that summarize your life over the last quarter. From You, you also want to know you know, what narratives are running through your head and whether or not they are true, right? Because some of these narratives could be false realities that are pulling us away from the vision and pulling us away from what is truth. Right? From there, ask, you know, what is my current thinking or mindsets? Uh, what are those, those things that I'm setting my mind in and are they helping, right? Are these mindsets or your current ways of thinking helping you. Again, this is the point where you're looking to make changes in how you do things. After that, you want to know, is there anything uh, that you've been procrastinating that if you took action on uh, would move your business or your leadership forward? 
And now it's time to get into the heart of the review and it's examining the lessons learned. And these are the questions that you should ask. What are the trends or themes? Right? How are these lessons going to affect your vision? How are these lessons going to inform your decision making? Can you apply uh, what you learn to uh, untrue decisions that will significantly impact your ability to achieve your goals and fulfill your vision? What do you want to sustain? What do you want to improve? What do you want to start? What do you want to stop? Right? Answering these questions as they relate to uh, the lesson lessons you've learned over the past quarter, it's going to uh, get you started in an advantaged position for the next quarter. And from there, uh, it's time to look at the next quarter. Right? What goals are you going to focus on in the next quarter? What are your primary monthly objectives? Right? Those, again, are based on your goals. Is there anything that needs to be uh, transferred over from the last quarter? And from here, this is optional. But something you will uh, quickly do uh, so you can come back to it if you get frustrated or you need some inspiration. And you can write a brief vision statement uh, for the next quarter that uh, described where you'll be and who you'll be at the conclusion of the quarter. I'm a firm believer that you need to try things out for a while and then decide what's working and what isn't. Uh, some things you will see need changes sooner and uh, you should make those changes quickly. Uh, these are any situation that comes up uh, where you see immediate negative impact uh, and a course correction is required. For everything else though, it takes time to truly understand the significance of what course of action you've chosen. Right? It may be the right course of action but is in need of adjustments. Uh, or it's completely wrong and needs an overhaul or just be thrown out altogether. And that's why you make changes to what you're doing each quarter. Uh, this gives you enough time to really understand and be able to make a clear evaluation of what you've decided to do. Uh, after that uh, is your, your annual review and preview. right? And, and this really takes some time. And I will do the same evaluation of the lessons learned as I do for the quarter review. I'll also review and make necessary changes uh, to my vision document and then decide on my goals for the next year. All right, I know that was a lot of information and maybe not what you expected, but if you want to ramp up your growth as a leader, uh, you need to know where you've been and where you are going. My biggest lesson learned over the last year uh, was that when you think you have empowered someone to lead a team and do a job, uh, you need to think again. Right? No matter how much you initially empower someone to lead anything, a project, a team, whatever it is, they will need coaching and mentoring from you as their leader. I've seen this personally. You empower someone with responsibility and authority, and they end up in a mess, right? You need to have a plan in place outlining when you will meet and what you'll discuss because you will have to pull what is going well and especially what isn't going well uh, when you meet. 
right? The, the tendency to focus on negativity uh, gets kind of uh, bottled up here when you're talking to somebody you have empowered to lead a project or a team because they may not necessarily want to tell you all the things that are going wrong. They may want to highlight uh, what they think is going right and what they believe you want to hear. That's why I say you will have to pull out of them what's going well and especially what isn't going well. That's why it's vital to have a plan going into your meetings, uh, uncovering the challenges they are facing and, and knowing where to step in and where to let them discover is going to empower them even more. They will feel, not just know, uh, that you as the leader have their back and that you're not going to jump in and just take over from them. So it boils down to regular and deep communication that cements empowerment and leads to success. All right, so I, I hope you got some value from this and I would love to hear your biggest takeaway. Uh, send me an email uh, or a DM on social and let me know what you, you took away. And if you're brave enough, let me know what actions uh, that what actions you're taking and what actions you're being led to take from this specific actions. All right. Thanks for listening and stay engaged.